It's time to celebrate 90 years with Evelyn as we celebrate Evelyn's birthday today on a special edition of Love Talk. Thank you, Gavin. This is Evelyn Davidson, and today is a very, very, very special day. Ninth happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday <laughs> to me. That's right. Ninety very special specials to be exact. Friends, thank you for joining us for Miss Evelyn's ninetieth birthday program today on Love Talk here at KTXW, the Bridge Austin, Central Texas Christian Talk. We are building bridges of love and leadership today. We're doing a little bit of celebrating here in the studio, whether you're listening to us on 101.1 FM, 1120 AM, or yours live streaming at the Bridge Austin. Welcome this beautiful Saturday morning as we uh, love talk together and celebrate the amazing First Lady of Love, Mrs. Evelyn Davison on her 90th birthday. So excited to be here with you, Miss Evelyn. Well, thank you. It's lots of fun to play. (laughs) (laughs) And I, for, for, you know, all these years uh, with one after another uh, person, uh, I I have learned to just sit back and smile. (laughs) You know, it's uh, it's like with Gene Bender. Gene... The first time I met him, I didn't meet him. I was in the, um, I was trying to think of the location. It was downtown. Anyway, we um, we had just finished our program for that day and looked up out there, and I saw this creature walking, <laughs> looking in, you know, like this. I mean, in a square. And so I kind of did like this, and it was raining. And so when we got through, uh, we I went out there and said, who was that? And, uh, the other our, our producer said, it was uh, Gene Bender. And I said, is he somebody? <laughs> <laughs> now, you've been with Gene. On, uh, Gene is the owner of the radio station here at the Bridge, Austin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Love Talk. This is Coach Carrie Brinkater. Happy birthday, Miss Evelyn. Thank you. Um, you've been with Gene on several different stations, and we're so thankful to Gene for being so faithful to the First Lady of Love, um, 36 years you have, well, this is your 36th year, mm-hmm. you have been embarking on giving love, shining love to Central Texas. That is how God pressed upon your heart to start this radio program of just sharing love mm-hmm. with people, God's love, and how the power of Jesus Christ can transform a life, um, and make it a life that is so full and rich that you just can't even fathom it until you have it. Well, so Miss Miss Evelyn, we celebrate you today. Thank you. So fun. I got my tea, and I'm in good company. You so are. I'm, you know, I'm making it pretty pretty well so far today. Well, and it's so special to have all three love ladies in studio today. Oh, I'm excited. Um, we just, you know, we compliment each other so well. We were kind of laughing last week. You know, Kathy and I showed up in the same blouse. And then uh, <laughs> today, the first ladies of love here, um, the love talk ladies, we all match. We all are in black and red and just uh, ready to conquer this 90th birthday day. So apparently we are more in tune with each other than we even know. I yeah. think it's like the Holy Spirit being like, what am I going to dress them in today? He's <laughs> like, okay, we got uh, What have they got? They can wear. <laughs> got joy, got love, but how about that red and black outfit? That's right. That's right. That's I right. think, yeah, you know, I think, I think God thinks about what he's going to clothe us in, and I'm looking forward to that beautiful white dress uh-huh. that I'm going to get to wear someday in heaven. Well, and Carrie, I love this program, this birthday program you've put together. It's based on the 90th Psalm. So, friends, I'll tell you, uh, if you're at home, you want to grab your Bible, turn to the 90th Psalm. We're going to go and just pull out some beautiful things from that Psalm and and, and talk about it today um, in light of Miss Evelyn's 90th birthday. And we're going to go over some of the many nuggets of, of wisdom that she has shared with us as Carrie and I have been doing radio with her uh, for these past few years And we also, a lot of you have been going to Facebook and posting happy birthday wishes 
on to Miss Evelyn on our Facebook page on Facebook Love Talk Radio. And so we're going to read some of those uh, happy birthday wishes um, from your friends that they have posted on uh, Love Talk, on Love Talk Radio on our Facebook page. I love it. I love it. Miss Evelyn, I... I have known you for about six years now, and it has just been a joy to be in studio with you, um, goodness, almost every single week. And it's just, it, it's such a highlight for me, friends, when you walk in the room with Miss Evelyn, it's you just a joy. You add to that in the, in the river and the, the thing down the highway ship. <laughs> <laughs> I was so thrilled. And with this one... Here, I, I just I said, God, you are so good. You you just are good. Well, these and, and he hasn't changed. You 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 have mentored Kathy and I in such a beautiful way, and so we want to celebrate you today in all the ways we know possible. Um, friends, Evelyn believes in the God of the Bible. She expressed her faith in Jesus Christ as a young teenager. She found Jesus through a teacher at school who mentored her and who loved on her and who told her about Jesus. And the Lord has been her home, a safe and secure refuge from the time you were about 14 years old. Right, Miss Evelyn? Mm-hmm. And then was drafted into the, uh, the CBs. Uh, which was a fighting unit that built bridges so that mm-hmm. they could go on, you know, into Germany. And it was uh, it, it was a hard time for us because my mom had never worked, and that was the beginning of my, I was 14, beginning uh, to look at things and think, there's got to be something better than this. And, mm. and my dad was not a Christian. But, you know, in the years that followed that, uh, it just became evident from the way that we lived that God hears your prayer and works in your behalf. Because we lost our home, you know, he, three, he was gone three months, and we didn't even have a penny left. And mm. You know, it was hard, but it was a good example of what God is concerned with. You know, friends, if you are wondering today and thinking today, there has got to be something better than this. We're here Mm -hmm. to tell you that you are exactly right. Mm -hmm. There is something better, and that is what we're talking about today. Mm. You know, in this uh, Psalm 90, Miss Evelyn, we're looking at how the Lord has been your home, this safe and secure refuge for you throughout your whole life. As you start your 10th decade of life, you've been walking with the Lord for nine decades. Mm. The Lord is faithful to his people in every generation. And in this 90th Psalm, Moses, the author of this Psalm, knew the stories well. He could recount the ways of how God had been a refuge for Abraham and his descendants as they wandered about in tents, never receiving their land, often without a permanent home, just like you expressed that you guys lost your home when your dad went off to war, these believers found their true dwelling place was God himself. And that same God, the God of Abraham and Moses, is still a faithful home for his people, including this great-grandmother, Miss Evelyn (laughs) Davison, her generation, and the generations that have followed. Psalm 90 Verse 1, Lord, you have been a dwelling place in all generations. And Psalm 90, verse 2, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. Miss Evelyn, I think what's so evident in your life is how you have, you and Van, have just passed down this love of Jesus from generation to generation mm-hmm. to generation. And now you have these great grandbabies um, that love their granny. And, um, you know, you are showing them the love of Jesus. You're showing them a beautiful picture of marriage and how to love one another through good and hard times both. Um, I have to tell this story. So we were doing radio a couple of weeks ago. And um, Miss Evelyn's husband, Van, drives her to the radio station And as soon as we're done with radio, we walk out into this little conference room where um, where Van is always waiting for us. And Miss Evelyn, I know you enjoy being around Kathy and I, but as soon as you see Van, your face 
changes. It it's just, true. It's true, it right, Kathy? It is true. Your face just lights up. It's this smile from the eyes all the way down to your chin that just, it, it's different. It's different. You love us girls, but oh my goodness, when you see that man of yours, you just light up. Right, Kat? It's true. It you is true. It. He is definitely your happy place. <laughs> well, I'm glad you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is interesting as we look back over the, you know, the the good things of life. We don't dwell on, de- uh, on death or anything. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, Van and I'll uh, come to a point that he said, do you know, I, this one I was thinking about this. And when we lived at the ranch, I was thinking about this. And, and that moved to Austin from the ranch uh, was really, really hard for him because he, you know, he had his own place out there and we had a little gazebo where we had coffee in the afternoon and I think we had 40 acres of land with cows on it and I thought that was heaven. Mm-hmm. And I was so mad when they came home and said, you can't, um, you can't plan anything else. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, well, uh, I... Um, had been promoted to um, corporate, and he said, I'm going to start traveling. So I said, okay, and he said, big time. And he said, they kind of want me in Austin, kind of want me in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, that's good. You know, that's that's good. But I didn't take it seriously. Three weeks later, he came home. He said, they're insisting that I move to Austin. And I said, well, bye-bye. <laughs> you know, uh but I didn't mean it, and yeah. he knew I didn't mean it. So he began to work on the good things that, that we would be involved in. And But the sad things was my mom and dad, who had a little ranch close to us, uh, would be by themselves. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when you look at it from other people's point of view, they say, how do you do all this? Mm-hmm. Well, you do it when you come to the point you give up everything. Mm. And I don't mean, you know, that to be a mean thing, but it's the Lord, if you're in the footsteps of the Lord Jesus and you make a decision, he will either stump your toe or he'll send you to the highway. Uh, It's an amazing thing that he is so interested in what we're doing right now. It is an amazing thing. You've said that so many times and it's caused me to, to really think about that. It is remarkable. How much God cares about you and me and Kathy and every single listener, right? It is remarkable how much he cares about us. And you, you constantly remind us of that, Miss Evelyn. And it's such, it's such a good reminder to hear that every day when we're feeling like, okay, what next, you know, or we're dragging our feet. God cares about me, mm. and he cared about you so much, Miss Evelyn, that he he wrecked everything you thought was perfect, and he, he said, he you know what, you know what, Miss Evelyn, that's right, he, that's right, he said, you know what, Miss Evelyn, you're going to go to Austin, and you're going to impact so many lives. I need you to go to a place where there's more people, mm-hmm. more people around you that you can impact, because you have something great that I need to use for my kingdom, oh, Thank you. you know, and, um, and that's what he has done. All these years in Austin, um, everybody knows your name, Miss Evelyn. I, I, I can't tell you how many people love you and just the impact that you have had on their lives. Well, and I tell you, after he, he got you to move that first time, you moved a couple times as well. After that, I mean, we have, let's see, we have a number of places from Childhood Farm in Cut and Shoot, Texas, to the beaches of California, to a family home in Austin. <laughs> you have just been bless- a blessing to lives I've all over the United States. I've been in the country. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is one of the things that I love is that you really, truly have made your dwelling place Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. so as as your earthly homes have changed, Miss Evelyn, your spiritual home has always been the same. And I love that, that Scripture tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And you have had your feet planted on the solid ground of Christ uh, since you gave your life to him when you were just, a, what was it, 11 Four, years old? 14, 14, 14 years old. 14. Well, friends, so we are going to talk about uh, some of the 
fun sayings that Evelyn has come up with throughout her life that she has been <laughs> sharing. Be excuse. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to share some of the uh, wishes, the birthday wishes that you have shared with her on Facebook. We want to, we want her to um, hear those. Everything that you've shared on Facebook, we're going to read those to her in our second segment. Right now, we're going to hear from our sponsors who have made Love Talk possible. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to get to know them. You're going to want to stay with us. We'll be back with more birthday blessings right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk. You have found the love, ladies. Welcome. It is a happy birthday celebration today for our beautiful mentor and friend, the First Lady of Love. Mrs. Evelyn Walker Davison, and I am Coach Carrie Brinkater in studio with the Wonderful, the Kathy Indebrock, and we are just trying to um, keep up with this 90-year-old uh, woman who has more energy than I tell you what than Kathy and I put together. She is just. Um, raring to continue to tell people about Jesus and she keeps saying I never thought I'd live this long well Miss Evelyn God has more plans for you and that's why you're still here so you know better get better get cracking Miss Evelyn (laughs) 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 Hebrews uh, 13.5 says I will never leave you nor forsake you Miss Evelyn you've made your home Jesus Um, And you've learned the value of making every single day count. Um, I'd like to, a couple of years ago, I started writing down um, these little pearls of wisdom from Miss Evelyn. You know, we bring our studio notes into studio and we scratch all over them while we're talking. And and, um, I scratched down these things that Miss Evelyn says um, because when she talks about Jesus, we all need to listen. Um, because she just knows how to put it in a way that we all can understand from the smallest of child to the 90-year-olds that are listening to our show. We get it. Um, I mean, Ms. Evelyn, you have talked about the rope of hope being Jesus. When there's nothing else out there and you've tried all the things, that rope of hope that you're looking for, is Jesus. I, I, one of the first things, Miss Evelyn, that really struck me, one of the first things I ever wrote down, and this was about five or six years ago, was you were talking one day about your love field. And I thought, a love field? What is that? And you started explaining it, that it is a place where God has planted you, mm-hmm. that you are to cultivate that field and grow beautiful things. And that might be your neighborhood that God has planted you, right? And you, God planted you in a neighborhood, Miss mm-hmm. Evelyn, where you cultivated love. Um, you know, it might be where you're teaching school. It might be right there with those little babies that are running around mm-hmm. and you're so tired and you can't see straight. That's your love field. God planted you right there, right where he wants you to cultivate a atmosphere of love that praises him and that has really stuck with me miss evelyn you know the coaching that i do that's my love field it is um you know and and so i appreciate that i appreciate your use of words to really captivate our hearts how'd you come up with that love field miss evelyn god just give that to you well when we moved to austin i was very unhappy and uh, Van knew it. I mean, he helped me. It's just not easy to uh, put um, your family behind you and start to a new uh, position. Whole new place, say. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once we got settled, we bought a house. There was three houses in the neighborhood out north um, Austin before you get, I guess, to, well, Everything's changed yeah. since then. Yeah, it just uh-huh. undeveloped. Yeah, and it. But one thing was different. Uh, IBM uh, put up a big um, ministry, not ministry, but a big land facility. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and ninety nine percent of the people who came came from Kentucky. So they were looking for a Texas girl, and you were that girl. <laughs> right, uh, because you say what we walked every afternoon, Van and I did, or mm-hmm. 
uh, and somebody had moved in, and we always stopped, and Van did, and, you know, gave them information. Uh, and after a while, I would say when school started that year, we came in June when school started, uh, I was just miserable. I just thought I was just going to die. And so I, we were walking one afternoon, Van and I were walking, and this neighbor came out that we had visited with, and, and he expressed his need and lost, and he said, my wife is just going crazy. Said she don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I said, well, I'd, I'd love to visit with her. Uh, I could have tea or iced tea maybe tomorrow afternoon with, with her or with you. And he jumped up and clapped his hands. Mm-hmm. And we it came to the point we put a, a posted sign. invite. You put a sign in the yard, right? Invite mm-hmm. to come in on Tuesdays when we prayed. And it went from that to the next step. We began to organize NDP. The governor called us and asked if we'd do that. We had done a lot of that in Lufkin. And life changed. You know, you just you work at it and you give it all you've got. Lord fills the holes. Well, and Miss Evelyn, your life changed because God had planted you there in in that love field. And you didn't tell that man, oh, I'm miserable, too. You said, hey, well, why don't you have your wife come over? Yeah. Because you knew you needed to love on her, and you knew that you needed some love, too, and to meet some people. Well, Kathy, how about you read some of those Facebook messages to Miss Evelyn from some of our listeners? You know, that's what I'm thinking about. Your love field, Miss Evelyn, as you have broadcast uh, uh, Love Talk Radio throughout Central Texas, all of our listening friends, friends, you are kind of planted right next to Miss Evelyn. And, you know, I just think it's it's a beautiful love field. And so some of them have written back in. And, and I want to tell you, one of the things that I love that, that God does, he gives all these little gifts and these little presents. And I think all of these little Facebook messages are little gifts that uh-huh. all of our listening friends have sent in to you. And so here's a little gift from Megan Blumentritt. And, Megan, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. It says, um, Miss Evelyn, happy birthday. Thanks for all you do for the body of Christ in Austin, Texas. Mm. And here's another one from Marie Carriker. Carriker says, happy birthday to you. Love, Lady Evelyn. Have a wonderful, God-blessed day. And here's one from Allison Wade Hunsaker, 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 Allison, sorry about butchering your name there, says, happy birthday, Evelyn, you're an inspiration and a blessing to all of us. Mm -hmm. God bless you. We love you. And here's a a lovely, um, a little present from Gail Hawthorne Bender. Mm -hmm. Gail says, Happy birthday, dearest Miss Evelyn Davison. You have supported Jean and me and our family by your kind words and deeds and your godly encouragement over the years in so many ways that are innumerable in this earthly language but will be celebrated by us and our family throughout eternity. The seeds of your love and kindness will certainly flourish in us and in our legacy in the Bridge Austin radio station in Central Texas and throughout the world. We love you. You are a living testament of God's John 3.16 love and revelation to us. And there's a beautiful picture of about two dozen roses. She's saying oh, two dozen roses right there. How pretty. Okay. <laughs> I, oh, they, I love that. I love that. Yeah, Gail is, um, for our listening friends, Gail is our station owner's wife, Mm -hmm. and she's very, very precious, and I know how much you have impacted her over the years. Now, Ms. Evelyn, as we celebrate you 90 years, Psalm 9014, Mm -hmm. satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Now, Ms. Evelyn, I've heard you talk about um, the mornings for you, and I just want our listening friends to know, when you wake up in the morning, what do you say to God when you wake up in the morning? Is it time to get up? <laughs> <laughs> and you also say, Lord, I'm here to report for duty. I'm reporting for duty. And you have mm-hmm. told Kathy and I so many times, girls, you got to report for duty every day. Girls, you got to report for duty every day. 
And what do you mean by that, Miss Evelyn, when you say report for duty? What does that mean? That means that you, have, if you're connected with the Lord Jesus Christ, you have a passion that He gives you to do those things that that need to be done. Um, and you know, it for me is always plan really strong, uh, strong and mm-hmm. and tight. And I don't have a lot of time to do extra things, but it's amazing. And I have determined this, that in our ministry, my advanced ministry, we've had more men who came for help than women. Mm. And I mean, they talked to me like I was their grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because it's easy to talk to grandmothers. My mom would know well, that. Yeah. It's easy to talk to grandmothers, and you're very easy to talk to. Well, thank you. Well, this led to... Uh, my beginning to um, work with some of the guys that we had a club. It was big. It was about 60 men and women. Uh, so for one Sunday a month, um, I would, uh, at, at one of the local restaurants, that we'd meet to share what it is that God's doing in our life in regard to these men who, who just, you know, they were verbal baptizes children and that's about all I had to carry and so it became such a, a motivation to get Van involved in that uh, to the extent that he could because he, he's a real estate guy and you know he's gone a lot mm-hmm. but anyway it came to the point that uh, I put together um, a 30 day plan for them to approach the throne of God you go and you go in pen. You go with a weary heart. You go with a wounded heart. However you are, spit it out. Well, that I, I tell you what, Miss Ellen, that is what you have taught us. Wherever you are, God wants you. Period. You know, and uh, you're reporting for duty, Miss Evelyn, yeah. every single day. Yeah. Sometimes I go in the car and sometimes I walk. <laughs> <laughs> or I call y'all. <laughs> you know, I love one of the things that you have said. You've said showing up for prayer is half the battle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I do find this. I think so many of us are like, oh, I should pray more. And, you know, Eric and I lately have really been convicted that we've allowed mealtime prayers to replace family mm-hmm. prayer time. Uh-huh. Yes. And that was, we're just like, oh, you know, we just couldn't believe that because we consider ourselves, you know, kind of, kind of a prayerful family. And uh, then in doing this Bible study and writing this Bible study, I've been reading, you know, more books and, and looking and trying to figure out how can I, how can I phrase this or how did they organize it mm-hmm. how, and trying to get my chapters in order and um and you know listening to podcasts and and uh i don't remember who it was that said it but but someone has someone made the comment that family prayers are a thing of the past in the church and i thought well that's horrible and and then they said we've allowed uh mealtime prayers to replace family prayers and then I went, uh-oh, like that mm. is kind of us, mm. you know. I mean, if, if there's a big family event, we'll have a we'll have a prayer time generally on a Wednesday night. But, you know, that's the exception. That's not an every single week thing. So I love that you encourage people, you encourage us, Carrie and I, you encourage our listening friends to pray, to step up, and to go, if they want to go win that battle, Mm-hmm. Win the first half of the battle of first. Well, and I I know, Miss Evelyn, we were actually talking about this before the show today. You and Van pray very differently. Van's very intentional. Like he, um, when he goes and works out in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, a, yes, B, C to Z. <laughs> that's right. He prays. He starts at A and he tries to get to Z and whatever, you know, name comes to mind mm-hmm. or or you know, whatever comes to mind, he prays for that letter, you know, and he goes through the alphabet and he's intentional about that. You, Miss Evelyn, you've said that you just kind of pray all day. You know, you just, oh, Lord, oh, goodness. Okay, well, uh, I pray for Danny right now. I know he's, Mm -hmm. you know, got something going on today. And you just, as you think about it throughout the day, because your heart is prayerful throughout the day, you just pray throughout the day. Um, And so I think it's neat that we, you know, there's different ways to pray, mm-hmm. and you and Van are perfect examples of that. As you, I say, okay, Jesus, we got to go to work today. <laughs> this happened, and that happened, and you know, I need this, and it's not working, and 
And, you know, you just let it all out there and praise him for the power that is returned in that regard. It's just mm. amazing. how You may not see it right immediately, but God does involve himself in the lives of all of us. There was one time we were talking about a show um, just about kind of, you know, focusing all of our cares and worries on the Lord. And you said, Carrie, there are so many people out there that are hungry for encouragement. Mm -hmm. And in this day and time, you know, in this cancel culture that we live in, it's so easy to get negative. Yeah. Right. And you just brought it all back home. No, no, Kathy, Carrie, listening friends. There's so many people out there that are hungry mm -hmm. for encouragement. And uh, that's what you do, Miss Evelyn. You encourage people to love the Lord. You encourage people to take their cares and worries to Jesus. And uh, that, that one has really impacted me. Kathy, any on here that, uh, that have really spoken to you? Well, I love that, Miss Evelyn, you said one word is all it takes to change a life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think sometimes we just have to be willing to speak that one word. Mm -hmm. You know, are we willing to go and, and, and reach out and share that word of encouragement to um, pray that prayer with that person in need uh, to look at people and say, hi, how are you doing today? Mm -hmm. And um, and just remembering that, you know, we may just plan on encouraging that person but Jesus may use that one word to change their life. Well, you know, go, go ahead, Miss Ellen. Go ahead. Uh, when it comes time to pray, uh, it is always um, shocking that that I say, "Oh, it's, I, you know, I've got to get this done before I do this." And one day I discovered that that was not necessary. <laughs> the Lord, I knew the the. Mm what I'd prayed for in the morning and so I didn't have to be in that position of that's almost like complaining mm -hmm. and and you, I think you just go before the Lord with a cheerful heart and say we're going to work today yeah I and I did that with the f six books that I've written the first book I wrote was a little pocket thing uh, <clears throat> that men could carry in their shirt pockets yeah that's so creative so clever yes. Uh, and I, in fact, that's what this uh, one thing I brought today basically is uh, uh, love's prayer for any year. But what I did determine what in doing that that uh, there has to be a reason that this is going on, and so maybe I need to uh, go a different direction. Uh, and it began to get kind of political. And so I just kind of put it away uh, because my goal in life as a child was to be an author. Mm -hmm. And since that time, I've written four books. And uh, the, the latest one is uh, Walking and Talking. Uh, love Walking and Love Talking. That's yes. right. That's right. And uh, it is to the extent that it breaks down what it is that you need to pray about. And so, you know, we've just all, in fact, we're going to give away one copy of that book to everybody that comes to lunch today. Well, and I love, I'm just going to read this a small bit that you put together, and it's, it's Love's Prayer for the Year Ahead. And, um, you know, friends, it can be for the day ahead. And it goes like this, Miss Evelyn. You wrote this prayer. It says, Lord, give me arms that I might raise as I give you honor, glory, and praise. Lord, give me eyes that I might see the work that can be done in me. Lord, give me ears that I might hear the cry of those who need me near. Lord, give me lips that I might speak comfort and peace to all that seek. Lord, give me a mind that I might know how to help those who need me so. Lord, give me hands that I might do some large or simple thing for you. Lord, give me a prayer I might pray for thy help and guidance every day. And this one thing, plus all else above, Lord, give me a heart so I can love. Mm. It's beautiful. You know, Miss Ellen, you really do practice what you preach. Uh, probably four or five years ago, you and I went to the Capitol for a luncheon. And um, as we were leaving the Capitol, there was a homeless gentleman that approached us. And I... 
I had only known you maybe a year or a year and a half at this point in time. And since then, I know that this is just your nature. This is your character. <laughs> I, I mean, Pick we, up a man. When I, Pick up a man. <laughs> I know you. That's what you going to tell our audience. No, no. When we leave station, well, you know, we get in the elevator and you say hello to everyone and you ask them how mm-hmm. their day is going. But this, this homeless gentleman approached us. And you just turned right around and you said, well, hello, how are you today? And he engaged and uh, you said, I, I, I don't remember exactly how the conversation went, but you said, do you know Jesus? What is your favorite Bible verse? And, I mean, you just engaged him in a way that was so genuine and so beautiful. You weren't... Um, afraid Mm -hmm. you just loved on this man and you said you know what my my life verse is john 15 16 right Mm -hmm. and uh you 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 claimed your life first and you said hey can we pray for you today before we walk away Mm -hmm. and we prayed with this gentleman he hugged you this was (laughs) long before covid he hugged you and he thanked you and we went on our merry way and I just thought to myself, what would I have done if I wouldn't have been with Miss Evelyn? I probably would have said, hey, and kept walking. Mm-hmm. I know, in fact, I know that's what I would have done. You engaged and you talked about Jesus. Yeah. Well, and I remember when you when you told him that verse, you said, you know, my life verse, and you spoke it directly to him. Yes. You said, you did not choose me, but God I chose you. you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give to you. And I just watched that young man's eyes kind of tear up as you are staring right into his eyes and speaking these words right to his spirit and i was like wow like if you think what would jesus do i'm like that's what jesus (laughs) would do this is uh, it's common to me it's just I, I I don't know what else to say. I want that to be common to me, Miss Evelyn. I just so aspire to walk through life the way that you walk through life. Well, and one of the times that I really got faced with that was uh, when before we started National Day of Prayer, and uh, we knew we had to get a get permission from the oh, I don't know what that what that uh, department is. Uh, and I prayed for a week before I went to do that because I just didn't feel, feel comfortable. And I thought, you know, I'd get in trouble, all kind of things. But the the day that I did that, David, uh, can't think of his last name. Um, I have medals I'm taking now that makes me slow down. Is it David with the governor's office or David Welch with the USA passenger? No, it, it's with... Uh, mm, well, I think it's I okay. You go ahead. Uh, anyway, he called National the next day and said that he'd, we'd seen this big thing on television about people were going to be praying. And she's the woman told him, said, "Oh, where are you?" And he told her, and uh, she said, "Well, you don't. Do you know Evelyn Davidson?" No. He, he, well, we had been out there some, and they knew who I was. But the thing was, immediately the next morning. During my prayer time, my phone rang, and it was Greg. Oh, from the governor's office, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's, uh, we did, we'd already had about four uh, breakfasts mm-hmm. uh, without a governor. We'd just bring in a speaker. But when we were getting ready for the program that year, uh, they, he called, uh, his office called and wanted to, be part of the program. Mm. Well, I tell you, we have a really neat story about the governor that uh, was kind of just, I don't know, a fun thing, almost a Jesus thing. I just go, okay, Jesus, there's that fun little gift that you purposefully gave Evelyn. 
Y'all might have seen it if you picked up a Wednesday Statesman this week. If you haven't, if you can get your hands on one or if that's sitting around your house, you haven't opened it, go grab it. I'm going to tell you the page to open up to. We're going to talk about Jesus' little gift to Evelyn this last week in the Austin American Statesman. But for now, friends, we have to go to our break before we wrap up with our last segment on this uh, special birthday, 90th birthday program. We're going to listen to our sponsors. They have been with us some for all over 35 years almost 36 years now they make love talk possible they are excellent businesses in the austin area many of them serve round rock pflugerville georgetown Uh, if you need them you're going to want to reach out to them if you need home services car services you're going to want to reach out to these sponsors they are amazing um, but stay with us for our last um, our last segment where we will wrap up a 90th birthday message to Miss Evelyn Davison on Love Talk right after this. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Love Talk. What a celebration of beautiful, beautiful 90 years today with the First Lady of Love, Evelyn Davison, right here on Love Talk with the Love Ladies. Now, Kathy, you left our readers hanging here. The Wednesday edition of the Austin American Statesman had a little gift for Miss Evelyn. It was so it was so fun. Now, um, Evelyn's incredible husband, Van, he wanted to do a fun little birthday announcement for Miss Evelyn. So Gavin, our studio grand guy who always <laughs> makes us sound uh, better than we actually do in real life. Better than we deserve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he put together this incredible picture and designed this layout and uh, Austin American Statesman put it in. It's a, a quarter page ad and you always think, okay, I, I hope that is in a really good place where people will see it because, you know, sometimes you're your little ads and announcement can just get tucked Mm -hmm. away in nowhere land and nobody ever sees it. Well, so we pick up the Austin American Statesman and we're flipping through it. And Jesus organizes this so that Governor Abbott's picture is right next to Miss Evelyn's picture. (laughs) He is standing behind his state of Texas governor's podium like he's talking and making an announcement, even like with his hand out, like his, you know, thumb up. And uh, it looks like he's making this little announcement. And there's Miss Evelyn Davison. Happy birthday, 90 years. If you want to find it, it's on a 7A Page 7A of your Austin uh, Statesman, Wednesday, March the 3rd paper. And so we just thought that was about (laughs) the coolest thing ever because you always do stuff with Governor Abbott and he comes to the breakfast and you were, he was at your book signing or you were at his book signing. I can't remember which. I did several with him when he wrote his first book and then the second book, well, uh, he got someone to do that. So. Yeah, well, I will tell you, at your birthday luncheon that we're going to, the First Lady of Texas has sent a special something for you mm-hmm. as well. But you don't know about that yet, and that's a surprise for you. Mm-hmm. Friends, we'll post that surprise picture on our Facebook page later on today. I do want to, there were just a few more messages, friends. I really want to get to your messages. We so appreciate everyone who wrote in a little birthday message for Miss Evelyn. Uh, let me see if I can flip over to those really quick. I am horrible on Facebook trying to find the posts and where everything are. Here we go. Ten comments. Okay, here we go. Found them here. All right. Well, um, and again, I just want to say thank you. Those announcements, those birthday wishes that we read from Megan and Marie and Gail and Allison in our second segment. We have another one here from Sandy Billingham, and it says, Happy 90th birthday, Evelyn. What an inspiration you are to so many. And, Sandy, I love the happy birthday gift that you put posted up there. I love the colors. It's bright orange and purple and red. Mm-hmm. And um, my little Jordan... She is a Facebooker, right? <laughs> it's so cute. This, my, she started when she was 17. She's like, I'm going to do that Facebook thing, Mom, that you do. And so she went on and she says, happy 90th birthday, Miss Evelyn. Thank you for sharing love every week, rain or shine. Wow. Thank you. So beautiful, oh. Miss Evelyn. So many people love you and cherish you. Um 
Miss Evelyn, a few months ago, you had another little pearl of wisdom that you imparted on us, and you said, work hard to be your own best friend. Many times we impose social distancing on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Now, Miss Evelyn, what do you really mean by that? How do you work hard to be your own best friend? Well, you know, you can take and put anything to death. You know, like if if we had a project of making uh, pepper sauce or something, mm-hmm. and you let that rule your life, mm. uh, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when you look at the time you normally have, and you know, lifestyle basically for healthy people is around 80, 75 or 80, mm-hmm. Um and here I am, and I'm at 90, <laughs> and I don't feel like I've started yet. I feel like I'm still running the race. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And, you know, to be 90 years old and do what we do, that's not, you know, a, it's not a quickie. It takes lots of work to do that. And mm-hmm. my appreciation to you and to you is just way beyond uh, any uh, that I could give. It's just, I am just thrilled with even being here. I had a doctor's appointment yesterday, and I've got the, I stuttered when I was a child, bad. And uh, when we moved to Austin, uh, I went to the, the dentist, and he told me, he said, what's this thing over here for? And I said, I don't know. It's because they tacked my t- tongue when I was a child because I stuttered. And he said, that is horrible. So he fixed it. And it went away. I did. I have not stumbled in speaking uh, until just recently. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Lord, you know, we've, we've had that battle. What are we going to do with it? And he hasn't told me yet. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing I know, it won't be get your books and go home. I am not that kind of person. So, you, just, yeah. you know, we just move on. I, I was on a nine-month quarantine this summer. Mm-hmm. last spring and summer and uh, I don't know the Lord told me a couple of things that I have not really reconciled yet but every time I would get where I couldn't walk I've got a, a cyst in my spine plus I have two holes in my stomach I know you're you're and, a walking miracle Miss yeah. Evelyn <laughs> <laughs> and, you know it it is uh, it's scary but it's not above the other things that are going on. But my speaking has returned to that stutter age. And Van said, quit worrying about it. Well, that's what we're going to tell you. Quit worrying about it. Because well, we, you you tell us all of these wonderful things about Jesus. And um, you're going to continue to do that. Well, uh, it, whether it's it not bothering out, me. It does, whether it comes out perfect or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the same. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I got ears to hear, girls. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> so it that's has sweet. been a great week. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't. I was not looking forward to it because you know when you when you get to be 90 years old, <laughs> <laughs> it's a celebration. Yeah, it's but celebration. I tell you, the Lord is He is so um, present. Uh, in Love Talk, uh, the w- the things that we get back from our listeners just keep us going. Like, you know, our gasoline tank is full, mm-hmm. and we're going to go where the Lord leads. So thank you all. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, Miss Evelyn, you said this one time, you can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. Yes. And, I mean, I think that's one of the things that I like about you is, you know, so many times, you know, when I think about loving and giving i'm like oh they're talking about the church tithe well no 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 i mean when we Mm -hmm. talk about god's love god so loved that he gave his son Mm -hmm. he didn't give us riches he gave us better than riches and so when i think about giving i think you know the tithe well that's just a that's a small thing that's not the quality thing that Uh god wants he wants us to give more than that and i just see you you give your time, you give your wisdom, you give your your love, you give yourself, you give your presence, you give your day, you give your books, you give your talents. And I just, I love that example that Carrie and I get to sit and watch every week. And when we engage with you, we just, we see you loving Jesus 
and loving mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. and loving yourself yeah. And and and, it, and and it's a love that just gives, and it's mm-hmm. almost an effortless giving. It's not like someone's trying to pry things out of your hands. Right. Your hands are open, and and I, I love that, and it's been such an encouragement, inspiration to me to want to live that way. Well, thank you. You girls are just mine. <laughs> <laughs> I am selfish. <laughs> well, Miss Evelyn, um, to wrap up today's show, One of the things that you have driven home to our listeners for years is that happiness is fleeting. Happiness is that new puppy that you get. You know, that's so cute. Happiness is a birthday cake. Mm -hmm. But pure joy only comes from the Lord. And you have said many times that joy is J-O-Y, Jesus over you. And when you put Jesus over your life, that joy comes regardless of your situation, regardless of your diagnosis, regardless of how much money is in the bank, regardless of uh, your living situation. Jesus over you brings joy that you can spread to others and that Jesus puts over your life to give you a peace and a grace to tackle life's journeys. And so that message of Jesus over you is so important. And I want everybody to hear that. That's where joy comes from. Kathy, any parting words here as we wrap up our 90th birthday show? No, friends, we just we thank you for for joining us and being a part of this birthday celebration. We thank you to everyone who went on that Facebook page. If you still want to go on our Facebook page, it's uh, Love Talk Radio is our page, and you will see Evelyn's picture, Carrie's picture, and my picture. You go ahead and leave a comment, a birthday message, and I will be making sure that Miss Evelyn gets that. Friends, if you do not know Jesus Christ, it is as easy as ABC. You A, you admit you're a sinner. You B, you believe that Jesus Christ is God's son and that he died on that cross and rose again to give you the gift of salvation. And C, confess your faith in Christ and share your decision with others. It has been a wonderful program with you today. You can call us or email us. You can call us on the love line at 512-2496-535. We can send you a Bible if you do not have one. You can call us at love or contact us in our archives at lovetalknetwork.com to get any of our past shows. We love you, friends. Saturday morning at 8 a.m., it's such a joy for us to be with you, and we look forward to being with you next Saturday on 